0: One five-minute interaction where that moment of truth happens with the first responder face-to-face with a galled employee. We can just give them a little respite. and let them know that we've got their back. I think that helps, and the officers help uh, me that it helps. The Uniformer. Insights and interviews into the people and companies that drive the markets for uniforms,
1: image apparel, and public safety equipment. The Uniformer is a production of the North American Association of Uniform Manufacturers and Distributors, the NAUMD. Hi, this is Rick Levine from the NAUMD. I am thrilled to be sitting here today with Mike Fadden, who is the CEO at GALLS, a company that we are all familiar with in the uniform and public safety equipment industry. And if you're not, I would venture to say you're not actually in our industry. <laughs> so, uh, Mike, welcome. It's a pleasure to have you here today.
0: Rick, Thanks so much for having for having me. I appreciate it
1: you're welcome so I often start uh, these this series that we've been producing by asking a, a simple question which Mike uh, what is it you do as the CEO of Gauls what is your day like what are you know can you give us a picture of what that job
0: actually is Sure well I'm nine months in to the job um, so early on it was a lot of learning today, we're focused on two things here at Galls. The first one is building a culture that's relentlessly focused on the customer. I think there's a lot of room for that uh, in the market, in the markets that we serve. And the second thing is making Galls a premier employment destination, which means if you work for Galls, you have a little swagger in your step. You're proud of that, and I believe that companies that that are fortunate enough to be preferred supplier destinations have, have a couple things in common. I believe they have a noble calling and I'm not sure there's too many companies that, that have a more noble calling than golf to, to support first responders. And it, it, that's, that's, uh, captured in our mission statement, which is proud to serve those who serve. Um, I, I think that, these types of companies just have a maniacal focus on the customer. They wake up every morning trying to understand how we can get our frontline employees to 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 understand for themselves that they matter, that that moment of truth interaction between a Gaul's employee and an officer or a fireman, that's the moment of truth. And we, we're trying to build a culture where where that is that happens well every single time. So a couple other uh, attributes, I think, um, these types of companies are philanthropic in their communities. Um, we're gonna be ma- making a, a really big announcement here uh, in the next couple of weeks about our partnership with a with a really great charity that we're, we're just really proud to partner with, with these folks. And uh, we'll be making that announcement via press release in a couple of weeks. And, and then these companies invest in their people we're doing a lot of that uh, I, I think when a lot of companies were pairing back costs um, spending less on their employees uh, galls leaned in and I, I think our our employees really understand that we care about them that w- that we've got their back and that we're willing to make investments to to make their jobs easier um, and help them build their career so so that they stay at Galls for a long time
1: I love I love all of that. There's a lot to unpack there. I love all of that sure. though. So, what uh, what what I noted as uh, Mike Fadden as a leader in that response is you proceeded to talk about everyone else. So when I said, "Hey Mike, what's what do you do as CEO of Galls every day?" I mean, granted, you haven't been in the job even a full fiscal year, but. Um, we know from your background that you already, you know, we're familiar with Galls um, through Aramark, and we can talk about some of that. But I love the response that you gave. Was hey, you know what my job is? My job here at Galls is to have the back of all of my employees. My job here at Galls is to uh, work on establishing a culture that's putting customer first, and not just because that's the fiscally you know, a uh, cool thing to do <laughs> to drive revenue. It's the right thing to do because we believe in a mission here that our customers are actually those out in the world doing something that's making a difference as first responders. Did I get it right?
0: You did. You did. The, the, the way I look at it is, listen, if I get hit by a bus tomorrow, no officer is going to care. Um, no, they're not, they're not going to notice. If our, if a branch manager isn't there, to take care of them when they come in for their, for their supplies, they notice. So we better be putting all, a whole lot of focus on the people that matter to our customers. Um, but I, I keep kind of not answering your question. So what I do during the day, um, listen, I, I'm, I'm a field type of guy. I, I, don't, I hate being behind a computer like I am right now. I wanna be out with our employees and out in front of, out in front of customers, customers and prospects. Um, but I've kind of been trapped here uh, during the pandemic, um, so I've, I've been spending a lot of time uh, w- working on our our service. Um, when, it, when I started, uh, I'd, I'd walk down to our warehouse uh, every day, five times a day, and oh, cut open ten boxes. So that's fifty boxes a day to see what to see what our customers were seeing when they opened their package. Um, saw a lot of room for improvement. Uh, very proud of, of the progress we've made already. Um, I, I, start, I had the folks down there start putting this uh, card with my ugly mug on it with my email address. The, my email, my personal email address is on this card. Um, so i spent a lot of time um, talking with customers, solving problems. It's, it's not unusual for me to be on the phone with individual officers you know, several times a week. Uh, I want them to know that I want their feedback and uh, and, I'm, and I follow up on every one of them. When I started that, um, putting the cards in, I, I would say I've, the response was probably 60-40 negative. Because, um, listen, a lot of people aren't going to tell you that you're doing a great job. Even, you know, golf wouldn't be in business for 50 years if, they, if an, an awful lot of good things were happening here. Um, but listen, I'm really proud that uh, probably in the last 60 days, that has flipped around, so it's probably 80, 20 positive. Um, and I, and I'm, I'm proud of the team for being able to make that much progress uh, that quickly. Um, I guess another big part of my job right now is, is the strategy, you know, painting, p- painting the picture for the organization of what we're going to be doing over the next three years. Um, I'm really excited that the team has decided, you know, everybody has IT needs that are this big in business and a budget that's this big. Yes. Um, we've decided to take our entire IT budget and invest it in five, five uh, projects and all five of them are focused on the customer. Hmm. So no investment in how we take costs out of the organization, none of that. It is how do we make the, how do we leverage technology to make the customer service experience better.
1: What I appreciate in what you described is you, in order to serve the first responders, you've, you started talking about how your first responder. So what is a goal? You know, Gauls has a first responder in the sense that the front line is when a uh, law enforcement or firefighter professional walks into a uh, a, a Gauls retail establishment or call somebody on the phone, you know, there's a first responder from Gauls. That's you know, there's someone that's 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 responding to them. And that is, you know the first part of the customer experience. And then you you went to, you know, yes, saying how you also, right? That, hey, if you want to talk to a much higher level, you don't even just have to ask for a manager. You can email me, and here's a card with my picture and my email, so you know who you're talking to. Uh, and then, lastly, you took it to a place where you said, hey, we can also um, help you uh, with your, your experience, you know, technology-wise, which is, is likely, you know, a big part of of the online experience, right? Because so much of what is happening uh, with um, purchasing, you know, is, is online. So we assume that's a big part of it. Um, but there might be other, you know, wonderful components to the IT plan as well. Um, and I like that you're saying the IT right now. Let's focus on customer experience um, rather than on making our jobs easier. And we'll pay you all more because we're not going to make your job necessarily easier, but we want you to service the customer better. So that is all particularly wonderful. Um, Interestingly, about the budget that you're talking about, you know, IT is just one example, but you've got this, you know, in this first year, I imagine you're turning over lots of rocks trying to figure stuff out. Uh, um, You came from. A high-level position at a publicly traded company. So you worked at Aramark for you know blah 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 number of years, right? Twenty-five. <laughs> okay, across. you could say that. You could say the number. I didn't
0: want. to... <laughs> yep. I, I I will I will love uh, I will love Aramark Uniform Services uh, until they put me in the ground. I still do. Great company. Great people.
1: I know a lot of wonderful people there as well, and I would agree with that statement. So, but um, decisions are by uh, law <laughs> handled differently because it's a publicly traded company and now you come over to Gauls uh, former division of Aramark itself, of course. Um, but now you've got you and your your board but it's a different type of board. It's a board that can execute instantly it doesn't have to consider um, any you know uh, fancy public filings and things like that. so can you speak to how that's changed your thinking? Both perhaps, Mike, as a leader, but also as, you know, um, like how you're going to operate uh, uh, the budget.
0: Yeah, sure. So again, if if you go back to Airmark, 25 years with one company, I I was absolutely convinced that I was going to retire from there. Uh, still love the company today, as I said. The, the last couple years, uh, I started to get the itch to maybe the last chapter of my career is... a ceo and 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 being able to lead my own ship Um, and then as the son grandson and nephew of three uh, retired police officers uh when this opportunity came up you know they just kind of those two things met and this is my dream job uh so i'm thrilled to be here um my it is very different though as you said Uh, i work for a great board who uh, they exist to support Gals. um they're there as much or as little as, as we need them. And that's just a, that's a great thing for a CEO that they're, they're there to help us be successful. Um, in a big company and it's in every big company. Um, it, it's, it's sometimes hard to do some of the things you would like from a people perspective um, just because, you know, precedent setting and you know, different divisions and things like that. Um, I've, I'm having a blast being able to just make people decisions that are right, that are the right thing for the people, um, and do it very quickly. Uh, I would say, you know, from a budget perspective, um, you know, listen, we've we've, uh, every business has to has a budget that they have to to uh, adhere to. But my philosophy is, if you take great care of customers, you'll grow your top line, and. If you're doing a halfway decent job on the operations, everything else takes care of itself. Um, so I I don't get so worried about budgets. I get I get focused on growth, and uh, and you grow and you grow by taking great care of customers.
1: So growth, since Galls um, is a uh, VC backed um, enterprise, a venture capital backed enterprise as opposed to the publicly traded company that um, needs to, quote unquote, show some shareholder growth or profit, you know, uh, in order to continue to sustain um, the, the market. Uh, that probably is aiding what you're describing you want your new approach to be, is that the VCs are in this for the long game. Uh, I assume uh, they're not in Gauls for, you know, throwing off cash monthly back to them. They're in it for, you know, to grow a giant um, uh, bigger than the giant that it already has become through um, acquisitions. Um, I've known so many companies over the years, retailers that, you know, are now part of the Gauls, you know, family. Uh, and uh, it appears that. Um, uh, that, you know, that's going to be a continued philosophy for goals is acquisitions still um, where uh, that top line revenue that you're talking about growing is going to be coming from? Um, can you speak to some of where you believe that might pivot in certain ways or simply continue on the same
0: track? Or what are your thoughts? Well, listen, we, we I think we have a three pronged growth approach. Um, acquisitions is part of it. But but we have, we have to be opportunistic. They, they have to they can't be acquisitions just for the sake of acquisitions. We have to be opportunistic and we have to be strategic. Um, but acquisitions is one of the is one of the legs of the growth stool, if, if you would. Um, secondly, we've got a lot of customers, and we've got a lot of ability to sell those customers more product. Um, and that's a very profitable way to grow. And we've we've got you know we we've, we've got industry leading technology that uh, that can really help us uh, build out that share wallet. Um, and then the third thing I would say is we when you take Rick care customers, you get a good reputation in the market, and that allows you to sell more new customers. So it's it's, it's acquisition um, very thoughtful, strategic acquisitions. It is share a Wallet, and it is new customers.
1: So the 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 acquisition rail or or leg, we want to go with the stool uh, analogy. Uh, uh, the acquisition leg is still um, public safety and fire. Is that predominantly where you believe, or is there um, is there other opportunity for Gauls to to expand beyond that?
0: Yeah, I, I would say that. I'm, I'm still learning uh, what that might be. And uh, listen, we're gonna make th- those types of decisions as a team. And I, I think I've got to learn and have an opinion and then take the opinion, opinions of the rest of the team and, and uh, figure out wh- where the right place to invest the money is. So I'd have to tell you that I'm, I'm not sure I have an answer for that question just yet.
1: Well, I think you gave me an answer. I think (laughs) what you're saying is that might not have been the answer you wanted, Rick, you know, but uh, but I just wanted an answer of where where you guys are thinking. And um, a new customer acquisition. I once had a the CEO of a hundred year old manufacturing company uh, say to me, well, Rick, no one's walking around naked. Right. So the only way you get customers in this business is by, you know, taking uh, taking business from other customers. And so um, for goals to grow um, via acquisition is understand uh, understood and then growing the customer base, you know, organically with, uh, you know, outside sales, with bids and all of that. Um, How does one, you know, improve the success rate in that area?
0: I would say my philosophy is two things. Uh, first, you know, back in the day when uh, we had cassettes in our car, you know, uh, we a lot of you know we would listen to uh, books on tape. And Zig Ziglar was was a, is a sales guru that he was kind of my my first one uh, in my business career that I that I really thought made a lot of sense and. What he said is if you're a salesperson and you're not 100% convinced that the company that you're selling for is the best in the industry, you should quit today and go somewhere where you do feel that way. So I think it's a big part of my job to build the best product and service in the industry. So our salespeople hit the market with a whole lot of confidence. And I, and I think we're doing that at Gulls today. Secondly, I would say that myself and the entire executive team, we exist to support our salespeople. They don't exist to support us. So I will fly anywhere, drive anywhere, call anybody anytime our salespeople need need my help. Um, When I came in, I I said that exact thing. I don't think they believed me, um, but they believe me now. And I, I think that gives gives us a competitive advantage. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm not some great salesperson, but my my business card happens to say CEO, mm-hmm. and you know decision makers know that they're talking to to somebody that has to stand behind this. You know, after the salesperson moves on to their next their next deal, um, I've given commitments, and I've got and I'm the one that has to stand behind those. So I, th- I think it means something. And I
1: and I love doing it. How's that? How's that structured at at Galls? Is it all? Um, I assume it's geography, right? So we've got salespeople at you know local levels, and then how? Um, as you look to expand the customer base, um, how do you approach towns that you maybe don't have a retail presence in uh, so far?
0: Yeah, we, we service, we're in a lot of markets um, so with eight, with 80 stores. Um, so, but there's a lot of, you know, small agencies that are, are out of our branch reach and we we service them from our Lexington distribution center, which is where our headquarters is as well, which is where I am today. Um, and we're continuing to work on how we become better, in that area I, I talked about our i.t uh, investments and wh- one of those investments is to is to reduce the time it takes an order to come in the front door and go out the back door by three days um you yeah. know because when you're sh- when you're shipping product um you, know, you go into a branch and, and the uniform's on the shelf right um if you're not in a branch environment, you know we're shipping it to you or shipping it to the agency, and we want to we want to shrink that time as much as possible, and and that's why we're making a big investment to, to do just that.
1: Yeah, that that's a challenge with um, decorated apparel, right? That uh, that delivery and and knowing how much inventory to put on the shelf versus um, we'll just um, uh, on demand. Uh, create that. Is there a strong focus in the on-demand world? Is that how you will achieve that 72-hour reduction uh, in, in improving the on-demand ability of GALS?
0: Yeah. Listen, uh, back orders is a big issue for our customer base. It's the number one issue. Um, we GALS has $90 million in inventory. Um, wow. Far more than anybody else in the in our space. Um, 60 million of it is here in the Lexington DC, 30 million is is out in those branches. Um, Our our problem is it's not always in the right spot. Um, And and, again, by leveraging technology, we're gonna be able to get it in the right spot more often so that we can drive down those those back orders. Um, Another thing we're doing is is we're, we're partnering with some of the best brands in the industry uh, you know, just not in uniforms, but in body armor, and boots, uh, flashlights, holsters, et cetera. Um, just partnering with, with the very best and asking them to walk down this path with us to uh, to make the customer experience better than it's ever been. Um, and, and in the uniform space, we do that by, by being, I think, more narrow in the offering, but deep. Um, so that, you know, when an officer needs a 5XL shirt, it doesn't take six months, right? Um, we have to be better than that. And, uh, and and we're getting better every day. And that's through partnering uh, with our supply chain.
1: Because otherwise, we go back to my 100-year-old manufacturer example, and you do have a law enforcement professional walking around naked. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, I, I, I love the the narrow and deep thinking. Um, it's It's so tempting these days to think uh, that we're all learning from Amazon that you have to be um, un, you know unbelievably wide, like unimaginably wide uh, uh, and and incredibly long aisles. And um, I'm not sure that in the end we service our, Uniform accounts, you know, programs, spec programs, uh, well, if we're distracted by trying to maintain, you know, a million SKUs, uh, quite literally, which it would be easy and tempting, I would imagine, Mike, for Gauls to say, why don't we ab- adopt an Amazon approach and we'll just have, you know, let's pick on you said flashlights. Let's say we're just going to do a deal with Streamlight to drop ship all of their products, you know, for us. And now we've got everything available. Whereas what I'm hearing from Mike is no, we're better served making sure that these are the products um, that, you know, we recommend that we have uh, vetted, tested, you know, um, consider, and that we're confident the supplier is deep so we can be deep.
0: Yeah. Well, you said something key there. Um, Being incredibly wide, When I walked in the door, we were incredibly wide. Uh, I don't don't think that's the right, that's not the customer focused way to to run a distribution business in my my opinion. Funny also that you mentioned Streamlight, one of our strategic partners. And it's it's kind of a case study on, on why this is good for the customer. We've partnered with them. We have a lot of Streamlight flashlights in our store. Because they know which ones we're going to feature in our stores, they can be deep in that inventory that allows us to be deep for our customers. So it's just, it's a win 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 all the way around. Most importantly, the win is for the customer because we're in stock. Um, it just we're we're trying to to just look at every every piece of the equation and figure out how we improve that that customer experience.
1: It's a challenging time that you and I are speaking uh, with each other uh, for public, you know, law enforcement agencies. Um, there is definitely a change that needs to happen. And most um, law enforcement, you know, leadership recognizes that there's some systemic issues and, you know, and want to address what, what uh, valid concerns the public has. Um, you know, we're, we're actually, Mike and I are talking, uh, in a week when the Minneapolis verdict, you know, just came in. And so that's on everyone's mind for, um, uh, for that. And so it's an interesting time. And, and, and I, um, you know, a company such as Gauls, of course, is going to, um, ride the rhythm of public, uh, safety department budgets, you know, so, uh, that share of wallet um, is, you know, dependent on the size of the wallet, uh, not just the share of it, but, um, what do you, do you have a crystal ball, uh, Mike, that you could uh, give us a a prediction for the future of how you think some of this might fall out related to our industry?
0: Well, if I had a dollar for every time I've been asked that question here in the future, um, but I think I'd be playing golf right now, probably. <laughs> um, so I, I don't know. I, I think the times are so dynamic that if anybody says they know, um, I'm not sure they're telling the truth. I think it's my, I think it's golf's job to to do a couple things um, to support our first responders. You know, in the LE space, for example, um, we're, we're trying to create a, a branch environment where listen, These folks have tough jobs, and we're trying to create an environment where, when they walk into the door, they're going to they're going to see a smiling face that's attentive to their needs, that respects what they do. Um, you know, we're trying to make spaces in our in our branches where an officer can just sit down and have a cup of coffee or or a soda, um, and with nobody videotaping them. Um, just in a safe environment or, you know, maybe it's only 10 minutes while we, while we put the name strip on his uniform, but, um, we're we're in these tough times. We want to support first responders every way we can, even if it's a little way, even if it's in a, if it's in a little way like that. Um, secondly, we're working hard with our agencies in this tough budget environment to save them money with our with our premier partners with our strategic partners rather Um, we've asked them again to walk down the path and even though costs are up for all of us in in this pandemic we're asking our partners to work with us to keep price increases at a bare minimum because these budgets are are really squeezed and then we're trying to be really innovative and creative with how we can save agencies' money on their uniform programs so they can take that money and buy body armor. So they can take that money and buy, you know, helmets, you know, things that are going to keep their officers safe. And uh, that's, that's we're finding that resonates pretty nicely in the industry and, and these agencies appreciate it. We're, we're proud to do it.
1: You mentioned earlier about that, uh, so from a personal perspective, you have multiple immediate family members who were first responders law enforcement professionals how um, how as a family you know have these times um, affected all of you and or how do you feel that that heritage um, is is um, affecting you as a leader at Gauls
0: I would say the Biggest thing for me is, you know, growing up and, and watching multiple family members, you, you just get an appreciation for just how difficult that job is. Um, so growing up, I, I I knew firsthand how difficult the job was. Multiply that by 100 in this environment. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I, I just think we have a calling here at Gall's to be as, the best we can be for first responders, we, listen. No matter what, we pay a we play a very small role in, in what law enforcement does. Um, but but if if we can be focused on making that one five minute interaction where that moment of truth happens with the first responder face to face with a Gull's employee, you know they're all they're 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 already having a tough day um, most days in this environment, probably every day. And, and if we can just give them a little respite and, and let them know that we've got their back, even in a small way. Um, I think that helps. And and, and the officers uh, tell me that it helps.
1: Nice. I like that answer. I also like that that's the second time you've referenced the got your back. Once is for the employees and now the second is for the, the customer and not the customer in the large sense of, we sell this agency, but the customer, in the sense of here's a human being walking in the door that's having a, you know, to deal with a lot throughout their day. And if we can give them a moment um, where they're safe and they're not being recorded and they can um, just relax for a minute, collect their thoughts, have a laugh with somebody, um, that's so important because they're going to do their job better then. You know, so in that sense, you know, um, we as an industry and, and certainly Gauls uh, being such a, uh, uh, so many points of presence, as you said, uh, uh, 80 retail operations, you know, that we can play a role in assisting. And if we can give that officer a break, you know, decisions are, are you know, they're not made in vacuums. And if your mind is cluttered, uh, it's harder to make good decisions.
0: And You, you know, you, you- You mentioned the industry as a whole that that's something that i really learned at at aramark is the uniform business is is a tough one and uh we're all here because we fell in love with it early i think um, because it is a tough tough business it and in uniform specifically it's kind of a hybrid of b2b and and b2c at the same time so you're selling to the boardroom of let's say UPS but you also have to be very focused on what that UPS driver feels about his the, the shirt and, and pants or shirt and shorts that they're wearing every day on the job it, it's really a combo b2b b2c business and Gauls is no different in our industry we're we're selling agencies yes but we're also laser focused on the on the people that wear the uniform
1: 100%. Well said, Mike, because we not only have this spec program, but there's the you know, there's the Sam Walton approach to, well what am I going to put next to the cash register, right? Because a computer, Sam Walton used to say, a computer can tell me what I've sold. They're very good at that. But it can't tell me what I could have sold. Right. And so so what's at that POS system throughout the Gauls system, you know, is is is, you know, uh, a big part of that three legged stool of revenue uh, driven activity because we have the opportunity, you know, people spend money on their vocation. If your vocation is as a law enforcement professional, you may have been spec'd a certain piece of gear, but you want a different knife. You want a different boot. You want, right, so that boot is 30 bucks more than I have in my budget, but that's what I want because it's I'm going to feel good. Or honestly, you know, thanks to Uh, brands like 511 tactical over the years this is just stuff i want to wear all the time not just uh you know not just when i um i'm I'm on the job so uh so that's all very interesting um one thing you you mentioned also then going back to this concept of as an industry um i'm not sure you know if if uh, there's uh, uh, children in the Fadden household, but if there are, uh, would you recommend our industry to to them? What do you have to say? Since we were talking so much about you know the team, the Gauls team, also, what do you have to say to new people uh, who are considering entering our industry? Are are we worth it?
0: Two great questions. I do have two uh, sons, uh, college age. I would say any any young person that asked me should i go into law enforcement my answer would be chase your passion yeah it's it's a try a tired old saying do something that you love and you'll never work a day in your life um i think that's one of the i think that's one way to improve the probability that you'll be happy in your life Mm. is that you're doing something you love you know let's you work especially in this industry, you work 10, 12 hours a day,' you're, you're spending the majority of your time, your awake time anyway, at work. and you better be doing stuff that you love. So my, my advice to a young person, my, my son's included, is just just follow your passion and and you'll be more success and you'll be more successful just by doing that. Um, as far as people come someone coming into this industry, I, my advice to somebody coming into this industry would be you've got to have a strong work ethic, maybe stronger than you can imagine in this industry. I think you have to have a love for people, great people skills and a genuine passion to serve, um, you know, whether that's in galls or, you know, serving, uh, Hospitals, you, know, you have it. Uh, I think you. I think you have to have a mindset that you like to serve. And it, in fact, when for a long time um, in my career, you know, I've interviewed thousands and thousands of people, and I don't ask a lot of interview questions. I, I ask just a few, and I'm and I'm looking for two things. I'm looking to hire people that are optimistic, and I'm looking to hire people that have an attitude of service. If you can get those two people, you can teach them the rest. And and, and when it's leadership positions, I'm looking for that third thing, is are they a great leader? You get those key attributes, we can teach them the uniform business. So so I'm looking for great leaders, a, sense, a big sense of optimism, and, and people that have a passion to serve. That has served me very well. You you get those attributes and it's really hard. to You, you kind of got to mess it up yourself not to end up with a good employee.
1: I love that answer. I've got a big smile on my face. You can't see that in a podcast. But the sense of optimism is a huge deal for me. I really appreciate that sentiment, Mike. I think that that is because that's. That's really hard to teach. <laughs> I mean, yes, you can motivate, you can build a supportive culture where people feel comfortable taking a risk and failing and that you've got their back and all of that. But the inherent sense of optimism, the uh, the belief that the world is not going to hell in a handbasket, that the world is improving, is such a... I mean that's to me that's almost as important as that happiness quotient you were talking about about pursuing something you love because so many young people heck so many people at any age don't know what they love yet or don't ever have that sense of oh well I'm not a musician I'm not an artist I'm not right do I did I wake up you know post college saying oh it turns out I love uniforms probably not right um, For sure. Huh. But what you'd said also, and so many retailers and manufacturers in this industry over the years have said to me, hey, at the end of the day, much of what we do is a commodity product, so you we really are service organizations. We' are all about service. That's what we do. you know And so I think what you said speaks back to that as well that at the end of the day, could I go online and find a different place to buy a uniform shirt? Yeah, okay, probably, but um, what is the experience like? What is the service like? Um, and that if you're the kind of person that can take great pride uh, because you love people <laughs> and, and have uh, care enough to want to provide good service, well, then there's a key to success and you'll probably be really happy in the uniform industry. Did I get it right?
0: You, you did, and you know when I'm out in, in our branches, it, that's my favorite place to be. You, you know, we have employees at Galls that have that have been here for 25 years. Um, you know, people that have run an embroidery machine in the back room for 25 years, and they have so much pride, and they're they're just so proud to work for Galls, and so thankful and appreciative for the opportunity to work for Galls and to serve. Uh, first responders, and it you know those are my best days when when I'm out with uh, with our employees, with those types of great employees that uh, really the, the the company was built on the shoulders of people like that. And I just love spending time with them. I have good days when I'm when I'm out with those folks.
1: Well, Mike, I've really enjoyed spending time with you today. So I really appreciate you taking the time to uh, to talk to us about what's going on at Galls and how your first year, uh, if you will, uh, as um, uh, captain of the ship, CEO of Galls, uh, is going. Did you have any last thoughts, or I?
0: Th- I really just appreciate the opportunity. Anybody that's been in the uniform business for a long time has a real passion. Um, we might be competitors. Uh, We might be customers of each other, but we're all, I think all the good companies are trying to do one thing and that's take care of customers. Uh, So I appreciate the time and uh, thank you very much.
1: Well said, Mike. Well said. Thank you.